My life was going downhill fast. Everybody was on my case. Now, I kept hoping that life would change real soon. I knew drinking too much messed up my life. A friend suggested I check out AA. It worked. I found myself in an AA group. Finally, I've got my act together. Visit aa.org for more information and download the Meeting Guide app to find a meeting near you. Attention Inland Empire. Maybe you've heard of the terms float tank, sensory deprivation, or float therapy, but we have a question for you. How much do you really know about it? For example, did you know that floating takes all the weight off your body with over a thousand pounds of Epsom salt? In fact, the zero gravity environment provides incredible relief to achy joints and tense muscles. And not to mention, thousands of people have gotten relief from arthritis, fibromyalgia, tendonitis, inflammation, and chronic neck, back, and shoulder pain. The solution is heated to skin temperature so that after a few minutes you actually feel like you're floating in midair. Now you are in control of your complete experience and you can feel free to float with the door open and the lights and music on. But if you turn them off, it creates an environment where you don't see, hear, or feel anything. It's the experience of nothing. Now you can only imagine why so many people use the float tank to achieve deeper levels of meditation, enhance creativity, better sleep, and stress relief because it allows the brain to slow down into deep alpha and theta states to ensure you achieve complete relaxation at float state. Relax, heal, unwind. Hot-blooded. Checking see. I'm Carl. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Wait, is this how we do this? How do we start this again? Is this how it goes? Is this real life? Is this is real life. <laughs> uh, I'm Carl. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic by sobriety. It's August 22nd, 2014. I'm Chelsea. I'm an alcoholic. My sobriety date is February 19th, 2015. This is SoberPod. <laughs> Sober Pod is the podcast about recovery that doesn't sound like a podcast about recovery. We are not experts or professionals, just a varying number of deeply flawed individuals with good intentions. If you would like to hear about the 12 steps, check out season two of 2019 for the years long coverage of 50 plus shows. And it goes without saying, we do not speak for any recovery groups or organizations. And as always, we encourage you to listen in moderation. moderation. What are we doing? Wait, did did we? Uh, I'm, I'm so off right now. You know, I got a, a seriously a really bad sore throat. And I'm probably going to like wear out here in like five minutes. Because like... I, 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 it, I thought you just had a more sultry voice, like, hey, hello. hello. <laughs> no, I, I, I got that, like, shitty-ass taste, like, you know, you cough, and it's, mm. it's, it's, yeah, it's like, mm, you're like, do I have an infection or not? I'm just not sure, you know? And, yeah, Mr. Uh, Lung Guy, you got to be careful with your... Yeah. You gotta, you know, but actually, it hasn't, that hasn't been as much of an issue as I thought it would be, you know? So I, I mean, you, you survived COVID, so that's, There's that's that. a plus. <laughs> <laughs> in the unvaccinated COVID, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, me mean before there was vaccinations, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, so what are we doing here? We're uh, well. W- one is you know, 
just want to make sure we mention SilverPod is part of the Fire uh, Network, which is uh, uh, Friends in Recovery Enterprises, and we are doing our best to uh, build up uh, more of a conglomerate, more of a more of a, a group of like-minded people headed in the same direction in terms of recovery content, etc. If you'd like to join that, please send me or send Friends in Recovery an email, help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com or info at silverpod.com. See how much easier that is to remember? Info at silverpod? You know, you know. <laughs> it's a lot shorter, too. Yeah, I'd say it's, Friendsinrecoverypodcast.com. You know. <laughs> Friends in Recovery Podcast, where we get our email. <laughs> <laughs> at info.com. Anyway, so uh, so what else are we doing? Oh, um, don't look uh, Bang About Phil. Saturdays. Bang Bob Phil. Dude, Bang Bob Phil has been doing, um, still doing his exercise classes on Saturdays. So getting back to basics. So please check him out on, um, on facebook.com slash silverpod. And then you can find the, it's actually facebook.com slash groups slash silverpod if you want to get to silverpod live. Mm, So that's pretty easy to remember as well. Okay. So then what else are we doing? Oh, I wanted to um, just mention Nikki in SoberPod Live. Um, She's kind of going through a tough time, and we're thinking about you, Nikki, and we're here to support you. And um, it's just been really cool seeing everyone chime in and and give her support and kind words. Um, So I just, I really, I love seeing that. And I think if you need a spot to... Um, kind of talk through things or get support, then SoberPod Live is a great place to do it. And it's a little bit smaller of a group. It's not like this massive forum, at least right now. So um, just wanted to put that out there. Um, Again, also thank you, Nikki, for posting our daily quote. And we're thinking about you. Yeah, I I go through a a lot of troubles. And it's like, you know, to see stuff, um, like that pop up on that forum is pretty cool. Like in terms of getting support and and watching other people give support, it's it just it, yeah. Like you said, it's 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 a small group, uh, so you're not getting a ton of people jumping in and and I, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's also not very critical, which I enjoy, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot of people. I've noticed on like Reddit, stop drinking. Um, I haven't seen a lot of like criticism, but. You know, people can be assholes on the internet yeah. when they're anonymous. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice because I don't see that in Sober Pod Live. Yeah. It's really positive. I'm the only asshole out there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, yes, yes, I am. So, uh, no, I, I mean, sometimes I am, you know. I mean, it just, just depends on my day. It just depends on the mood. We're, you know, we're all imperfect individuals, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody's got their nobody's got this shit figured out um we we all only get to do this one time you know no do-overs so mm-hmm. that's what we're bound to make some mistakes um okay uh what else man there's got to be something else i know we're missing something but you know what fuck it <laughs> we'll do it live <laughs> <laughs> so uh we left you last week where did we leave everybody last week on uh on uh fending off loneliness we hope you fended off some loneliness last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but And then we're going to be moving right into the um, 
the watching out for anger and resentments. Hence, hence the hot blooded. Mm-hmm. So, um, so are you are you prepared to get angry? Are you prepared to get fucking fired up, Chelsea? Are Always. you fucking got your fists I up? I think I think alcoholics just love anger. Oh, it's fucking juicy. I man. love anger. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and there's and there's nothing like you know justified anger. Oh, I love justified exactly. anger. Oh, it's just the mm-hmm. best, isn't it? Because yep. you're like fucking, you know. I have every right to say what I'm saying right now because I, yeah. you know. <laughs> All right, so um, so we're gonna get into that. Uh, what else? Anything else? I I I think we're just gonna do it, right? Yeah. We're if we gonna... think of something, we'll just you know chime in. Yeah, yeah. I think we will. That's what we're really we organized. <laughs> if you guys haven't haven't come to realize we are professional unprofessionals and um we know what we're doing yeah we we've we've we've, <laughs> we've, we done, we've done this before this. <laughs> <laughs> not in a good way all right so what we're going to do is we're going to play this is what we've been doing so you guys can go back and listen to um starting at what did gosh i always forget what it was called oh new beginnings mm-hmm. uh in the, so this last whatever it was like March or whatever, and then so go back and start listening for new beginnings because we go through the book Living Sober where we play a, you know like ten minutes of a, of a segment and then we talk about that segment. So in this case, we are on number fifteen, watching out for anger and resentments. So we are going to play the uh, the audio. It's about ten minutes here. So if you just want to fast forward through this, by all means, go right ahead. If you're familiar with the book, that is. But you know what? If you're following along, you know. Follow the bouncing ball. (laughs) 15. Watching out for anger and resentments. Anger has already been touched on in this booklet, but some rough experiences have convinced us it is so important it deserves special attention from anyone wanting to get over a drinking problem. Hostility, resentment, anger... Whatever word you use to describe this feeling seems to have a close tie-up with intoxication and maybe even a deeper one with alcoholism. For instance, some scientists once asked a large number of alcoholic men why they got drunk and found an important answer was, so I can tell somebody off. In other words, they felt the power and freedom while drunk to express anger they could not comfortably display when sober. Someone has suggested there may be a subtle, undetermined biochemical relationship between alcohol and the kind of body changes that accompany anger. One experimental study of alcoholics suggested that resentments may create in the blood of alcoholics a certain uncomfortable condition that is cleared up by a binge. A top psychologist has recently suggested that drinkers may enjoy the feelings of power over others that the influence of alcohol can bring. Facts have been reported about the close correlation between drinking and assaults and homicides. It seems a large proportion of these in some countries happen when either the victim or the perpetrator, or both, is under the influence of alcohol. Rapes, domestic squabbles leading to divorce, child abuse, and armed robbery are also frequently laid at the doorstep of excessive drinking. Even those of us who have had no experience in such behavior 
can easily understand the kind of fierce rage which might lead some people to think of such violence when they are drunk enough. So we recognize the potential danger in anger. There seems little doubt that it is a natural state to occur in the human animal from time to time. Like fear, it may well have some survival value for all members of species Homo sapiens. Anger toward abstractions, such as poverty, hunger, illness, and injustice, have no doubt produced changes for the better in various cultures. But there is also no denying that mayhem and even verbal assaults committed in excesses of anger are deplorable and do damage to society as a whole as well as to individuals. Therefore, many religions and philosophies urge us to get rid of anger in order to find a happier life. Yet a great number of people are certain that bottling up anger is very bad for emotional health, that we should get our hostility out in some way, or it will poison our insides by turning inward toward ourselves, thus leading to deep depression. Anger, in all its aspects, is a universal human problem, but it poses a special threat to alcoholics. Our own anger can kill us. Recovered alcoholics almost unanimously agree that hostility, grudges, or resentments often make us want to drink, so we need to be vigilant against such feelings. We have found much more satisfying ways than drinking for dealing with them. But we'll get to those later. First, here is a look at some of the shapes and colors anger seems at times to arrive in. Intolerance, contempt, envy, hatred, snobbishness, rigidity, cynicism, discontent, tension, sarcasm, self-pity, malice, distrust, anxiety, suspicion, jealousy. Various AA members have, when sober, been able to trace all those feelings to some underlying anger. During our drinking days, many of us spent little time thinking such things out, we were more likely to brood about them or to overreact, especially after we heightened such feelings by taking another drink. Perhaps fear should be on that list too, because many of us believe anger is frequently an outgrowth of fear. We're not always sure what we're afraid of. Sometimes it is just a vague, generalized, nameless fear, and it can give rise to an equally generalized anger which may suddenly focus on something or someone. Feelings of frustration might give birth to anger. As a class, problem drinkers are not famous for a high tolerance level when faced with frustration, real or imaginary. A drink used to be our favorite solvent for such an indigestible emotion. Perhaps justifiable resentment is the trickiest of all to handle. It's the end product of righteous anger after long cherishing, and if it is allowed to continue, it will slowly undermine our defenses against taking a drink. Even if we actually have been treated shabbily or unjustly, resentment is a luxury that, as alcoholics, we cannot afford. For us, all anger is self-destructive because it can lead us back to drinking. Learning to deal with resentments is discussed in more detail in the books Alcoholics Anonymous and Twelve Steps and Twelve Traditions. We cannot pretend to be experts at understanding depth psychology, 
So we have to concentrate at first not on searching for the causes of uncomfortable feelings of anger, but on coping with the feelings themselves, whether or not we think they are justified. We zero in on how to keep such feelings from fooling us into taking a drink. Interestingly, several of the methods already discussed for avoiding a drink have also worked splendidly for getting over the inner discomfort we suffer when angry. For instance, when we begin to simmer inside, it sometimes helps a great deal to take a few bites of something good to eat or a glass of a non-alcoholic beverage. It's also remarkably effective when we begin to get teed off at something to pick up the phone and talk about it to our sponsor or to other recovered alcoholics. And it pays to pause and consider whether or not we may be overtired. If so, we've found that some rest often dissipates rage. Repeatedly simply pondering live and let live cools our temper. Or we may shift quickly to an activity that has nothing to do with the source of our anger, work it off with some lively exercise, lose it in listening to our favorite music. For many of us, contemplating the ideas of the serenity prayer blows away our hostility. Often, whatever we are mad about turns out to be something we cannot possibly control or change. Traffic jams, the weather, long supermarket lines, for example. So the sensible, mature thing to do is just accept it, rather than boil inside fruitlessly or turn to alcohol. Of course, at times we are resentful of a circumstance in our life that can and should be changed. Maybe we should quit a job and get a better one, or get a divorce, or move the family to a different neighborhood. If so, such a decision needs to be made carefully, not in haste or anger so we still should cool down first. Then maybe we can give some calm, constructive thought to figuring out whether our resentment is directed at something we can change. To double-check this, listen to Section 7, Using the Serenity Prayer. Sometimes it isn't long resentment we must deal with, but a sudden consuming rage. The sections on the 24-hour plan, and First Things First, have helped many of us cope with such a rage, although we didn't see how they possibly could until we actually tried them and got surprisingly good results. Another effective remedy for anger is the as-if idea. We decide how a mature, truly well-balanced person would ideally handle a resentment like ours, then act as if we were that person. Have a go at it a few times. It works, too. And for many of us, so does the professional guidance of a good counselor of some sort, a psychiatrist or other physician, or a clergyman. We can also find an outlet in harmless physical action. The exercise already mentioned, deep breathing, a hot soak, and, in private, pounding a chair or, or a cushion balls. and yelling have all relieved <laughs> anger for lots of people. Simply repressing, glossing over, or damming up anger rarely seems advisable. Instead, we try to learn not to act on it, but to do something about it. If we don't, we increase enormously our chances of drinking. As laymen who know simply our own experience, we recovered alcoholics have no laboratory knowledge or scientific theories about these matters. But few people who have ever had a hangover could forget how unreasonably irritable it makes you feel. 
Sometimes we took it out on family members, fellow workers, friends, or strangers who certainly had not earned our displeasure. That tendency can hang around a while after we start staying sober, the way wraiths of stale smoke do in a closed-up barroom, reminding us of drinking days, until we do a good mental house cleaning. Yeah, all the wraiths of stale smoke. <laughs> the milk. Who wrote this? Anyway. Um, they were just trying to come up with, like, they were hitting that th thesaurus, like, real hard. Yeah, like, refresh, refresh. Which words can we throw in there? <laughs> so, um, so what did, what did you get out of this one, Chelsea? Are you, are you, are you, are you ready to rage the fuck out of this thing or what? It's fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I uh um you know uh, it's like uh, I I try to like remember really what it was like you know let me just say um like I I was severe I mean not, not not even like too long ago I was severely angry I was just I was just angry all the time and I didn't mm -hmm. really know like to the level or degree that I was angry in how um, steady it was how pervasive it was like it was just everything and everyone and it just did not stop and when I look at it today in this perspective back on you know years past you know almost a decade ago I'd say wow like I was like I was fucking hurt and mm -hmm. you know and I think for me it's like um you know, I, I never saw how much I, uh, you know, I love the list. Uh, it was, uh, you know, they talk about intolerance, um, uh, like uh, envy. So words you don't even necessarily subscribe under anger, quote unquote. So snobbishness, mm -hmm. rigidity, um, cynicism, discontent. Uh, you know, big one uh, there for me was uh, uh, sarcasm. You know, I... You know, I never really associated my sarcasm with anger. I just, I just didn't, mm -hmm. and uh, and and I just thought it was, and again, cynicism, that kind of stuff too. So, um, I think the thing is, is like you know, when when somebody is, um, truly being sarcastic with you a lot, it's like you kind of got to you got to like try to reframe it into anger. Right. You go, oh, this person's mm -hmm. angry because it is a little tricky thing to get through sometimes. So um, and I'm, I've had a few friends because, you, know, you know, like attracts like uh, that have been just so fucking sarcastic. And I've just been like, you know, can you just shut the fuck up? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, and I, I don't ever. Your sarcasm is yeah, pissing right? me off. And it's like, uh, but, you know, at the same rate, I never got to frame that as. Oh, this person's hurt or angry. You know, not only are they are they angry, but they're hurt. You know, so mm -hmm. um, so there's something you know behind all that stuff. So I, I that's the kind of stuff that you know, um, uh, you know, I got to the oh the other thing is frustration. I was just after that uh, is yeah. uh, you know because I never really, I, I mean, a lot of my you know angst was in frustration and. And so if I'm really looking at frustration, it's like I'm I'm angry at like, 
you know, things are not going my way or like, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, or, um, you know, I had some expectation about the thing. And so, uh, but I never, frustration to me was never like anger either. Like to me, it was like, oh, it's just because that thing is not what I like <laughs> or want. Or mm-hmm. But again, you know, I, it's just weird shit like that, that anger can disguise itself in so many ways that, and then we don't see how, toxic the whole fucking thing is it's like you know and then i remember on my four step i had i had uh angry at being angry <laughs> like, <laughs> like i just thought that was hilarious i think i talked about it once on the podcast but uh, so what do you think chelsea what was what stood out for you in all this well i'm i took a few notes um you know i think it was interesting how they mentioned that, I don't know if it was a study or whatnot, but resentments would lead people to like go on a binge to kind of get that frustration and that anger out because they, I don't know if they didn't feel like they couldn't do it another way, but I felt very much the same. Um, And I think that's one of the reasons why they say, um, resentments, if not taken care of, like will lead you back to a drink. Um, mm-hmm. because I feel like for me, if I was angry, um, I would just like drink more so I wouldn't have to deal with it. Um, kind of like distract myself, but in a, a very unhealthy way. Um, and let's see what else. Oh, I loved how they said like, um, one of the tools to, to kind of, kind of handle, um, anger was like, how would a reasonably rational person handle this? And it's like, oh, okay. Uh, when I'm angry, I'm not thinking like, how would, how would a regular, healthy, <laughs> you know, sound minded person handle yeah, yeah. this? I'm like, no, this feels fucking awesome. Like, I just want to be pissed off at everything and cuss and and you know so I think that's great I would say that I I've definitely when I'm in like the professional role like I'm at work I definitely have to be that person who's like mature and handles things Mm -hmm. like that but inside I'm like you fucking Mm -hmm. bitch like fuck you and your mom like (laughs) (laughs) so um I just I think that anger is it's dangerous because it's almost addicting. Like to me, when I'm mad about one thing, I'm just like, I kind of want to perpetuate that. And I want to keep staying angry um, because it feels so good. It just kind of like, I mean, it doesn't feel good, but it, it just gives you this weird energy to, to keep like going on. Yeah, it's, Hopefully that makes it's sense. Not like a, it's not a peaceful good. It's not a happy good. It's like a fucking, I've just been injected with drugs good. That's good. <laughs> yes. So, you know, uh, yes. Have you ever? I uh, have you ever? Have you ever? Uh, have you ever been <laughs> so fucking angry and just raging, and you know that you're crazy, but you can't stop it? Like, have you ever? You like just go like, "Fuck! I know it's this is stupid right now, but I, you know, but I'm still gonna go through with this anyway, right?" I there's yeah, been times I can't think in, of a specific yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, I I I just had one the other the other night with my uh my stepson oh really so, yeah. what was it uh uh it was uh 
because he 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 threatened me basically, and uh, and then I I triggered right, and so because you know because how mm-hmm. dare you threaten me? Don't you know who I am? You know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> under my roof. You know, like you know, in my kitchen. Uh, it was uh, uh, so, um, and then of course, like I I get all streaked the fuck out because that's just like who I you know I I that's what happens. Like I just I literally switch and then. And a shit will come out of my mouth, and I'm like, you know, like fuck you, I'll shake you right here. <laughs> I'm, like, talk, I'm like, talking to him like we're in the fucking, like we're in the fucking shoe. <laughs> you know, it's just stupid <laughs> shit. You know, it's just, you know. So, and I don't know, you know, I don't know why I do it. I don't know what comes out of my mouth, but you know, that's the idea behind like pause when agitated. And I think you know, I would mm-hmm. take my own advice of like, I wish I could take my own advice in those moments of like calming the fuck down, separating, going into another room or going for a walk or, you know, whatever they talk about, you know, calling my sponsor or whatever. But you know what? I just don't think about that shit at the time. I'm too fucking hyped up. Like my, my blood pressure is going. I'm hot blooded. God damn it. Check it. See. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, the, so you brought up like, uh, acting as if, and, and that is the, um, like in uh in drop the rock the 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 book they talk about that kind of concept a lot because they're basically you know as it relates to your character defects and anger might be you know part of you or sarcasm might be part of your character defect or mm-hmm. or you know whatever um but um <laughs> or whatever <laughs> whatever as whatever if. as if so uh so then uh um, uh, you know, I, I believe that that has worked for me to a certain degree to act as if in certain situations like this only, but a- it's only after the fact, you know, because, um, mm. you know, uh, uh, work for instance, in my, in my, in my old gig, you know, I, uh, I would, um, I, I, I would do the exact same thing that you're talking about. Like on the inside, I'd be like, fuck these people, like, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Like, I don't give a shit right now. And then, but like that's on the inside but on but on the outside i am like okay tell me more about that <laughs> you know trying to be like you know cooperative and you know engaging to where i'm not being a sarcastic dick or an asshole or you know uh, being angry outwardly angry so so uh, really i'm i'm acting as if so what would a, a a normal employee say to this ridiculous request you know um Mm-hmm. that's on the inside so but <laughs> i believe that like the acting acting as if stuff has worked for me in certain situations where i've been able to um like you know it's what we talk about it's like you know you can't think your way into right action but you can act your way into right mm-hmm. thinking and so that's kind of yeah. the idea behind as if so um say for instance if i don't want to cuss anymore well then i basically have to sit there and say i Right now, I am a person who does not cuss when I speak, period. It may be harder for me, and I may slow down <laughs> in terms of my words, <laughs> but that's what I have to do is I have to go, I am a person right now who does not cuss, and I just kind of have to move forward as th- that exists, right, that I am that person. Mm-hmm. And um, and it does work on occasion, but every once in a while, you know, that F-bomb comes rolling on in there like a wrecking ball, you know. <laughs> so um 
I think um, I think control has a lot to do with it, you know, because for me, when I feel like something's out of my control or I've been done wrong, you know, that's one way to get me pissed off real quick. Um, you know, and I'm, I've got OCD and so there are things that are not done my way and that infuriates me. Um, but I also wonder if by getting angry, we're taking back that control, mm -hmm. you know, like we're, we're maybe a little out of control with our emotions, but with our anger, we can kind of, you know, do with that what we want. And we're kind of taking back the situation, mm -hmm. you know, when you're feeling out of control, at least I think that's, that might be how my brain works. Um, when, when something is done wrong, if I can't do anything, about it, then I can, you know, at least make myself feel better by increasing the anger as backwards as that sounds. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's, you know, outside of, you know, uh, the, you know, abstractions such as poverty, you know, it's good. It's good to have some sort of anger that like, you know, spurs you to do something, you know, that kind of a thing. But when it really mm -hmm. comes to being personalized, you know, and it comes to like, oh, you yeah. know, I think I think you're onto something there to say, like, you know, this is about, um, you know, in a lot of situations, anger can be very much about control and how to um, impact, you know, my thinking and my environment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it, it, it can be to a large degree about uh, especially as it relates to others. You know, for me, uh, you know, I, I think I use anger and toward it, you know, in, in order to try and control others. You know, when I, when I am, when mm -hmm. I'm expressing it, you know, uh, I'm definitely like, yeah, like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a, yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and it's kind of like, uh, I was, uh, I was kind of akin to like, uh, you know, a uh, uh, a sheep herding dog, right? Like running around trying to fucking like herd sheep. It's like when I run around in anger, I'm getting the reactions out of the scared little sheep. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but it's like, uh, but again, I got to spend way more fucking energy to control the flock, you know? So it's, it's, mm -hmm. you know, when I really, you know, if it, it's like, what do they say? You catch more flies with honey, you know, than vinegar. Um, and so, you know, mm -hmm. if I was just to ask the, you know, the, the flock, Hey, can you guys come over here? I'm sure I'd get them all over there. But instead I'm running around like an asshole all the time, you know, <laughs> wasting mm -hmm. energy on shit that I probably should be wasting my energy on. So, um, so I guess I think in I think in recovery I just wanted to say like what I've come to find over time is that when I act in anger you know it's it's like what you said the the vinegar honey um analogy when I handle things with kindness and you know I really like pause and just try and handle it like an adult people want to work with you people want to um, you know, do the right thing or, um, come to a resolution most of the time, not all of the time. Um, you know, at work, I manage the practice, the, the clinic, and I have to deal with difficult people, um, patients and providers and staff. And I've found that me getting angry does nothing, you know, it does not solve the the problem. But when I sit down with someone and I say, I'm here to help you, like, here's what I'm seeing. What do you think? 
things just work out a lot better. Is it painful to have to be mature about it? Yes, because I'd rather fly off the handle um, and really make my point clear. Um, but what I have found is that it it has worked much better for me that way. And I think being sober long enough to have more experiences like that, where I'm getting that positive reinforcement from the good behaviors rather than, you know, just keep doing what I'm doing and expecting people to fall in line. Um, that helps me remember in the future, calm down. Yeah. Let's just like bring it down a notch. <laughs> so I, I've never been good at um, uh, controlling the anger. And I just, it just like, once it mm. goes, it just fucking goes. And it's so weird. Like I said, I almost feel like I'm possessed. It just does. That's why I say mm. it's like, I kind of go like when I really lose my shit, I'm like, I don't know what comes out of my mouth, how it comes out of my mouth. And I'm like, and, and then I, of course I'm always like, especially in recovery, the biggest parts for me has been like uh, having to apologize and to like, cause mm -hmm. as soon as I have that, that calm moment after the fact, I kind of go like, Oh shit. I said all that. Like, Oh fuck. You know? Mm -hmm. And not, not only that, it's like, not only it's what I said, but it's how I said it, which is usually the worst part. Cause it's just, just, it just fucking flies out of my mouth. And so, um, so that has been kind of a hard thing. And I think, um, that wears on people too, you know, cause you can really go into, you know, <laughs> eight years <laughs> coming up and <laughs> I, I have, and I, and they've been a lot of hard years, you know, especially those first few years were really hard with all this shit. You know, I have, um, you know, like I said, I've stepped into my garage and beat up shit and, you know, and there's, you know, I'm sure there's some broken pieces laying under some, you know, shelving somewhere. And there's a, you know, there's a, 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 like a little nick out of the drywall where I, uh, I threw a dog brush once and, you know, it's like, it's like in the shape of the <laughs> handle, you know, it's like, I threw a, 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 a fucking Sharpie once, a blue Sharpie, like fucking nailed it against the wall. And of course, you know, it didn't just like bounce off it had to explode with a blue ink sharpie across the wall you oh, know no. and so there's all these nice little reminders of like you know that kind of shit so as you go on even in your sobriety mm -hmm. and you start and if you're like me maybe you like when i was younger oh shit so like i was like that but on a on a level that is like i'm the dude that when you came over you were like dude why do all your doors have holes in them Right. Like I was that dude. Oh like God. I would, I would punch yeah. through. I, I lived in a fucking trailer and I literally, if, if any, if any of my trailer listeners are out there, you know how easy it is to just punch a hole through something in a trailer. And so, <laughs> and so I would, I would fucking just punch through these fucking doors. I had to buy all new doors. I even had to buy a new front door cause I had fucking like, um, uh, and those are a little thicker, but, uh, you know, I basically, I don't know if I kicked my way into it or whatever the hell it was, but I would just, and I was younger. I was like in my, in my twenties and I was sober most of that time. That's the worst part is I was completely wow. fucking sober, but I did not understand that, that part of me. And, uh, and so today, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, it's a fucking Sharpie or it's a fucking, you know, whatever. And maybe it's intentional. Like they talk about, like, what do they say? Like beat up some cushions or something 
you know, I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't recommend any of that stuff because for me, it's like, you know, it starts with the cushions and then it just goes straight to fucking throwing the, the fucking sofa through the window. <laughs> like it doesn't, it doesn't like, there's no, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to lose it more. And so, um, I, I think the thing is here is that, uh, the other solutions of, uh, uh, you know, pausing, trying, trying to pause, calling somebody else, getting anybody else involved will usually like bring it down by half for me. So, you know, um, mm-hmm. so, uh, it, it, so when it's a human, another human being involved, but if it's just me, I'm all the fucking, you know, I'm all the rage. (laughs) 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 So, you know what I mean? It's, it it can get really fucking weird. I don't know. So I've tried to go for walks. It sometimes helps, but it sometimes doesn't. Um, You know, today it's really about reaching out, talking to other people, uh, you know, again, picking up the phone, um, you know, crying, honestly, like I start crying Mm -hmm. and that shit kind of like goes away, you know? Um, so Mm -hmm. I, and I know I'm like a 50 year old man talking about crying, but you know what? Like, that's just the reality of it. I would much rather sit there and cry than to fucking, you know, uh, be beating up a canister in my garage and then, you know, have like 12 of those pieces or, you know, the bat, uh, take off from my car, you know, um, like, oops, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that would suck. You know what I mean? Or fucking let alone poke myself in the eye with something. Right. Yeah, you know, it's like mm-hmm. fuck that that shit would be just stupid. So and I think half the battle is just reaching out and calling someone, right? Because in the moment if I want to stay angry, I don't want someone to pull mm-hmm. me out of that. Um but just just do it. Like even if you're just venting to someone and they're just listening, that's much more healthy than going and doing some yeah, dumb shit yeah. that you're going to regret and have to, um, you know, do a, like a, an inventory mm-hmm. on, like, it's just it's not, not worth, worth the paperwork. It. So <laughs> it really is. Yeah. 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 And oftentimes like people, they'll, they'll be willing to listen. Like if you really need to get something off your chest, like I was, I called my dad the other day. And I was just like, I need to like vent someone. Um, I just kind of was upset how something at school was kind of unfair. And I felt like I was deserving of this and not Mm -hmm. someone else. And, you know, I've worked harder and they've just kind of, you know, got what they wanted. And, you know, he was just like, yeah, that sucks. Like, you know, there's not really a whole lot you can do about it. And, just talking to him calmed me down and I let mm-hmm. it go after that. You know, I didn't have to hold on to that any longer. And I think that that's the thing with resentments is we just keep holding on to them and then we're always angry. And it's so much easier to just like deal with the problem now, get it off your chest and move forward, move on and don't hold on to that anger because. I do believe that it would lead me back to a yeah, drink. Think, you know, they talk about like dealing with the, um, like going to look at the serenity prayer, uh, in a real, um, uh, 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 I guess, uh, exercise to do is if you're really stewing about something and it's been on your mind and it's just continuing to make you angry, I guess the thing here is to like, you know, uh, there is like the, uh, you know, uh, 
draw a line down the middle of a page. You know, on the left side, you write down, you know, w- you know what you can change, right? And on the right side, you know, it's it's you know what you cannot change, and um, and it's it's funny like how um, how long that list on the right hand side gets. So things you cannot change. <laughs> It's like it becomes pretty fucking pretty like, oh, right it. away. Like what you can change is usually about, you know, your thoughts, your attitude, your fucking responses, you know, mm-hmm. all this, you know, how you think, you know, feelings, da, da, da. It's all about you, you know, and it's like, damn it. You know, I can't really do much about that. So, but it does help if you're really trying to put shit into perspective to say, all right, what can I, what can I change? What can I not change? Uh, and again, uh, sleeping on it, they gave some really good tips about that shit too, and that that has totally saved me. Like I don't know how many times mm-hmm. just to be like, "Fuck it, I'm going to bed." Like <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna watch Netflix and yeah. go to fucking bed." Like I'm just gonna, if I could just put the world on pause right now, I would. But instead, uh, the be- next best thing is to just fucking watch Netflix, wake up, and fucking do it all over again and see what changes, you know, if anything. And most of the time, mm-hmm. if you're really thinking about it, it's like. I mean, even last week, like you talked about like calling your dad or something, right? Was it last week? Yeah. So, so something it, like that. Did yeah. any of that shit matter today or this last week? Or you know what I mean? Like in in, in the last couple of days, will it matter? Even you know, it's like no, it, it, none of it, right? It's like it's fucking none of that shit Mm-mm. matter for whatever reason. You know, I I tend to do that too. I get um I get obsessed about other people. That's part of my ACA experience, right? I concern myself with other people rather than concerning about myself. And that can mm-hmm. leave me trapped in a lot of, you know, anger or, you know, other uh, you know, bad attitudes and bullshit. So, well, I, I don't know about you, but um, I, I think we've talked for a good, I don't know, 40 minutes or so on, on anger. And we could do anger for like the rest of our lives, I'm pretty sure. We could do, we could probably, because we did a whole, <laughs> so, oh yeah, by the way, uh, so if you are interested on the, um, oh, and I think oh, it ends today too. The uh, um, uh, sign up for the uh, silverpod dot com slash member section. So I uh, I compiled all of our episodes on anger and resentments. And so if you go to the members only section, there's um, and then of course the articles there too. So you have a bunch of episodes on anger and the articles. And we covered a lot of stuff in terms of anger and. Um, I mean, just in the past. So if you're interested in going to the, um, to the in-depth about anger and actually listening to what, I don't know, we talked about anger, I don't know how many years ago, like two, three years ago. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it's, it's a lot of good stuff in there. There's a, there's a lot of really good stuff in terms of, you know. Probably back when we were doing like yeah, the feelings yeah. wheel. There, too. There is, there's like a two-parter. It's anger and more anger is what we called it. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, that stuff was really good. Yeah, because we talked about like all this stuff in terms of like subsets of anger and like whether it be frustration or whether it be, you know, um, you know, other other feelings as well. So, Chelsea, what do you think? Did this did talking about anger make you less angry? I wasn't angry to begin with, so. I'm not leaving oh, angry. You just you just come in and going just as you are. Yep. <laughs> well, let's keep yeah, it that I, way. I, I gotta say, I got a few hits of anger while we were while we were talking. I really I was, <laughs> was enjoying it. I was like, "Ooh, feel that! Here it comes again!" Oh my god! And I was like, "Calm down, calm down, Carl. It's not real. It's not real." 
So, um, yeah, what do they say about, um, you know, uh, uh, yeah, resentments? What are the, uh, is like being, um, it's like swallowing poison and, and, uh, uh, Expecting the other yeah, person to yeah. die, so, yeah. Uh, I think I do that shit a lot, you know? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. God, it's terrible. So, um, so Chelsea, if, if can you come up with a question here for our episodes on uh, Spotify? Like, So if you're listening on Spotify, you can go and um, uh, answer these questions in the Spotify app, I believe. It's the only thing that has them. So when we post these things using Anchor, it allows you to do some questions. What kind of questions should we a- ask? I want to know what is the dumbest thing you've ever been pissed off about. <laughs> I I have, what about you, Carl? I have, I have a long story for that. I really do, but I don't ever want to like repeat it because it's embarrassing. <laughs> Isn't that embarrassing? No, it is. Like, let me just say, after it happened, I um I wrote I went I, I went and sat in this restaurant, and I asked the waitress for a piece of paper and a pen and i literally almost did like a fifth step kind of a thing i confessed everything that just happened and and i was in a strange town and i just left it there uh, with my tip and because i needed somebody else to know this because i knew that i would never tell another soul about it oh my yeah. god that's amazing yeah. and so and i just imagined this waitress was like what the fuck Cause it was bad. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. I can't even tell you how embarrassing it was. So, what was your question again? Like, what is the dumbest thing you've ever been like angry about? Okay. Yes. So, go on over to your if you're listening to Spotify and go answer the question. What's the dumbest thing you've ever been angry about? Uh, and then, um, and maybe I'll try post on there anonymously. Hmm. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. So, um, so that's it. That's all she wrote. That's that's the end. This is the end. Um, what, what do you say to the to the kind people, Chelsea? I say deuces. And I say stay active, stay sober, and stop shitting your pants. <laughs> you motherfucker! All right, that's it. We're out. Later's. <laughs> <laughs>